morning, good evening, good afternoon. There used to be a weatherman here in New England named Al Caprillion, and he used to go, good evening, New England, on the on the newscast. What's going on, everyone? I am Jeff Farina. Wow, what a throwback. <laughs> Joined here with Mr. Evan Al Caprillion Schaefer himself. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Jeff. I'm doing good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm well. He, he actually, he was in some sort of movie, uh... And now he works at Macy's. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, you didn't. That's uh, that's yep. an interesting factoid right there. Yep he uh, he was he was a famous weatherman. I think he was on WMUR. If you listen to this podcast, Google famous New Hampshire weatherman, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. He was yes. very spastic. Uh, the guy's a legend, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's he's and a now he works in the men's department at Macy's. That is yeah. interesting. Yep. Yeah, he definitely looks like how he sounds. If that. <laughs> makes sense <laughs> a tad bit of energy a tad bit of creep you know a little bit of everything yeah a little between. bit of it. you got to cover all the bases <laughs> so we're here to do another episode so we're on a roll this is our second one i think we have it's almost habit forming at this point and then mm-hmm. we have one more we have to do and then it's considered a habit i guess because that'll be three weeks in a row nice 21 days as they say but we're here to record another show this one is going to be primarily about Mr. Evan Schaefer himself, kind of his his cell phone background, his tech background, whatever he decides to share. I'm putting him on the spot, to be completely honest with you. One of the things we do with this show is we really don't have show notes. We have a, a rough template that we follow, but we don't really talk about anything prior. We just jump into it. That way, it's a, it's a totally natural and organic conversation. So he's going to be put on the spot. He's going to tell us a little bit about his his past cell phone history. I'm sure he's jotting down notes right now feverishly. Like, okay, I had this, oh. I had that. Uh, I'm buckets. sure there'll be things he forgets because that's, what, that's what will happen. Yep. <laughs> sweat and bullets. Yeah, it's that gif of the guy dripping sweat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that will kind of transition into Evan's current transition uh, into, I almost said the name of the company, but into what he's doing now technology-wise. And it's fascinating because he's always been I shouldn't say always, but he's consistently for the last decade or so been in one camp and he's kind of crossed lines. He's dabbled, but he's really crossed lines. So why don't we just jump into it? So how far back does your memory go smartphone wise or even just cell phone wise, however, however far back you want to share? Yeah. So I couldn't even tell you the name of the first cell phone that I got. I know that I was a little late to the party. I got it like sophomore year in high school. It was just like your typical flip phone t9 texts like you know Mm -hmm. the whole kit and caboodle it was not great but it served its purpose for the time i know after that i got a razor like everybody else did in high school um (laughs) and uh that's like so true it's so true i think those are like my earliest memories um i'll ask you i'll flip you flip it back on you when did the iphone first release do you know what year it came out 2007 2007 actually I have to I have to fact check that real quick, but I'm pretty sure like going on because I'm I the initial iPhone the very first one the 2G the Edge version I did get it. Mm. Um, you know, let's see, I'm, I'm doing a fact check live here. Yeah, tw- June 29, 2007. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, just for the sake of the episode, I'm gonna say that I used that razor for you know whatever two years, which I probably didn't, but we'll we'll go with that because I there's a void in there for sure. Um, shortly after that, I picked up the first iPhone, the, the 2G, you know, first ever released iPhone, uh, no app store. 
I don't even know if web, <laughs> web apps probably weren't a thing right out the gate. I think that came in like a later software update. I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, started messing around with iPhones. And from there, I mean, at that point, obviously it was like real, real cutting edge technology. Weren't really seeing anything else like that. First of its kind. Um, I was always big on one thing that I wanted when I was around that age, because I, I talked about a little bit probably in past podcasts. I don't think I brought it up in episode zero, but uh, big into like creation. I love video editing and stuff like that. And mm. back in the day, I used to make tons and tons. It was like all I did. I would I would record uh, videos with the video camera. I would have a capture card because back then you, you didn't have a camera or a cell phone that could record video and <laughs> transfer it or airdrop it or whatever. So um, record it to tape. You know, take it, rip it to the computer. DV, right? Yep. Mini 100%. DV. Yep, yeah. exactly. And uh, from there, you know, I'd edit all these music videos or whatever, me and my friends messing around. and um, Backyard wrestling. Backyard wrestling. 90s, uh, hold on, 95 videos that I have on my computer still to this day. Wow. From Yeah, they date back to like 2003, which is almost 20 years ago. It's crazy to even, wow. even think about that. but. Yeah, so I've got like 95 music videos that I've edited over time, all set to music, and it's it's fun to look back on now. Um, but my thing back then was like I always wished that I could have some kind of like a portable device that I could load up these videos on because back then there was like no YouTube, nothing like that. So I had no way to really like show any of this stuff off to friends unless they came to my house to see it. So I always wanted mm-hmm. some kind of like portable something that I could just throw a video on. I remember specifically being in Circuit City the first time I ever saw one. I was like, oh, man, they finally came out with something I could put a video on. You know, it, I didn't end up getting it because I think they were like 270 bucks, which is like, you know, you don't have that kind of money when you're when you're that age. Right. So I, um, <laughs> I got the iPhone and uh, it was kind of like everything I wanted in a phone. Uh, long story short, with the iPhone stuff, I, I pretty much was dedicated to the Apple devices from, uh, you know, the iPhone to the iPhone 3G uh, and beyond. And I think I I kind of stopped somewhere around the fourth generation of iPhones. Um, and it, that was where I kind of like I made a hard switch. Um, and like you said, was primarily using something for close to like a decade, and that was Android. Uh so mm-hmm. I, I alluded to in our first episode, uh, when you and I first started interacting online way back when, 14 some odd years ago, um, I think we had probably been following or in, you know, in talks with each other for some amount of time. And I know eventually it got to a point where the, uh, the Nexus 5 was coming out, which was probably like 2013-ish, like nine, nine, 10 years ago, something like that. Um, and I remember somehow, I don't know if it was whether through you podcasting or seeing a video somewhere, it could have been from the simulcast. Um, I remember seeing or hearing maybe you talk about it, Bill talk about it. This is just like going straight from memory. I, I feel like yeah. this is what it was, whether it was reality or not. I don't know, or whether it is reality. Um, but I, I know there was a lot of talk about the Nexus phones, and I said, you know what, I want to try. I want something different, uh, and I think it would be cool to mess around with. Um, so around the time that the Nexus 5 came out, uh, that was like my first foray into Android phones, Android devices. And uh, yeah, I just loved it. I've always been kind of like a tinkerer. 
Um, I love to mess around with technology, find different ways to use it and adapt it to, uh, you know, the way that I would want it to work for me. Um, and obviously Android gives you that flexibility. Um, Mm-hmm. Prior to using Android, I was the guy that was always like jailbreaking my iPhones just because I wanted to crack it open. I don't like limitations. Yeah, and stuff. the Cydia store. Cydia, yep. That's uh, oh man, that's like there. Were, I, I, I could tell you like every time I would buy a phone, it's like you would have like that series of apps. So once the jailbreak would come out, it's like you jump on Cydia and it's like okay, now I can grab like all these different tweaks that I like and and you know adjust mm-hmm. my home screen and and. It eventually got to a point where I was like, I want to try and make this look like an Android phone. <laughs> so I was like putting different skins on it and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, jumped into Android and uh, I mean, right away it was like, wow, this is this is for me. I love it. Um, and that's kind of like where things got started, I guess. That's uh, that was like my first step into the Android world. And like we said before, I, I stayed there for close to a decade and don't really have like any regrets about it. I love it. I still like to this day, I would still use an Android phone. Um, but you know, things change and that kind of leads us to like where we're at. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but, um, yeah. Does that sound like to you? I mean, do you remember ever having like going back that far, like having conversations on a podcast about that phone? Cause I swear the only reason I knew about it was because of you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to, cause mine my history i'm going to have to write it down because when you factor in everything i've reviewed for for pocket now and such i've i've owned over 100 phones in in my time so i i Mm. I have to write this down for sure yeah um it was either the nexus 5 or did you ever have a nexus 1 by any chance no and that i think the nexus 1 obviously was before the nexus 5 was it the phone just before the yeah. Nexus Five. It was no, no. It was it was it was Nexus One. There was so my favorite Nexus. Other uh, so the Nexus One is still my favorite Nexus. But then followed by the Nexus Four. Uh, had a glass back, everything like that. That's my. I love the Nexus Four. That the Nexus Four had like almost like the Matrix code on the back of it. When yeah. You, if you Google a picture of it, you know, an image search, you'll see how it had, uh, you know, like I said, almost like a falling Matrix code on the back. I don't remember off the top of my head a two or a three. Uh, I'd have to look that up and I'm trying to remember when the heck it was. It had to have been 2013 would make sense. You were also a one plus guy though, too. You had a, you had had the original one plus, didn't you? Wow. Yeah. So you've got a better memory than I do. I, I remember buying the, cause at the time that the one plus one first came out, it was invite only. I remember going on eBay yes. and spending five bucks to get a code from somebody <laughs> so that I could buy the phone. That's um, awesome. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember though if that was before or after the Nexus Five. So it shows here. I'm just looking real quick while we're chatting. So the Nexus Five came out October 31st, 20, or it was unveiled October 31st, 2013, and I don't have the date right in front of me, but it was probably released shortly after that. Um, mm-hmm. let me check real quick. Cause now I'm curious the one plus one, April, uh, 2014, 2014. So that must've been it. I think I honestly got the bug with the Nexus five. I remember having okay. like the Nexus, um, seven, the tablet. Um, yep. yes, everyone, that was the best tablet. That ever. was, that was the one to get back then if you wanted an Android tablet. And then, yeah, shortly after that, I must've been hooked and started bouncing a little bit, jumped into the, you know, the one plus one. I know I had that phone for a good while. 
a good while for us is probably like six months or something like that. Um, but that was a great <laughs> phone too. That was another one that was like a fantastic device still to this day. I thought that was one of the best phones for that time, uh, that I had gotten my oh, hands yeah. on. Um, wow. Great memory. Cause I, I totally like you, I'd have to sit down and like really think about this, you know? And, uh, try yeah, and, try you're definitely more deep. on the spot than I will be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, go ahead. I have to issue a correction because I know there's certain people that are listening right now that are that are screaming out loud. Bill, the Bill Stevenses of the world, the mm. Donnies, the, the big Android guys. So there was a Nexus two and three, but they weren't called the Nexus two and three. Uh, I did own them both actually. So the Galaxy uh, or the Nexus S rather was the Nexus two technically. Um, that was the curved one. It was like a banana almost. Yeah. Uh, I funnily enough, I I bought that phone off of Donnie. I, I bought one wow. off of him at, at one point. Uh, and then the galaxy Nexus was the Nexus three. That was the first one that was on Verizon. Um, so I had that one as well too. Well, again, we'll, we'll dive more into mine, but yeah, um, those, that, those are the Nexus two and three. Awesome. I'm, I'm very curious to see what yours looks like just because I know the list is long, especially with all the review work and stuff that you did in the past. It's, uh, that's, that's going to take a lot of work. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll <laughs> be a long episode. <laughs> that'll be a real long episode. Uh, so I think um, after that, so where did I go after that? I must have just been bouncing like in the, I don't know, I don't want to call it like the Android ecosystem, but just sticking with Android phones. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't necessarily dedicated to like just stock Android where I could get it. I know I bounced with like some of the Galaxy phones and Samsung phones and stuff like that. I had a Note at one point, um, the, the first uh, iteration of it. Um, really trying to rack my brain here but i i know eventually we got to the point where it was like the pixel was introduced uh once i got my first taste of the pixel i was like okay this is like stock android is what i want that's kind of like what i've been after for the longest time uh so you know i think i had the pixel xl pixel 2 pixel 3 xl um and then from there i don't think i ever did four or five um, I know I had like the Nexus six, six P stuff like that. It's, this is all, you know, scatterbrain stuff. I'm trying to piece it together. So I'm not giving a, a proper timeline, but definitely, you know, goes to show you have like a single iPhone or a couple iPhones up through the fourth generation. And then once you open that, you know, it's Pandora's box, you jump into Android and it's like, there's so many different options and, you know, so many yeah. different manufacturers making these devices and you find stuff that you like and don't like. And that's kind of, the nice thing about it is you get to kind of sample a bunch of different things and find the one that you really like the most. Yeah. And then I, so that led in, I, I don't remember what you had when we actually, you know, met in person because you, you had Google glass at one point leading up to all that. Cause we had podcasted about that, but I don't remember what phone you had when we finally did meet in person, but I know what, within a year, maybe you transitioned into an iPhone 10 R. So you dabbled yeah. back for a bit. I did. And, uh, that I'm glad that I did. It was definitely, and, and you know how this goes. I mean, maybe you have an easier time having bounced between phones, but it's definitely when you're on one particular thing, whether it's Android or iOS for an extended period, and then you try to make that transition, it's like, you know, total shock to the system. It takes a lot of, uh, trying to change that muscle memory just because you're so used to using a phone in a certain way. Uh, from a software standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I messed around with the iPhone uh, 10R and it was a great phone. I love it. 
I, I wasn't on it for all that long. It was just long enough to really get like a taste for Apple again and, and see kind of like what the newest iteration of the device was. Um, I really, I mean, for me, I, maybe it's just like my limited time spent with it, but I really can't tell you like all that much about it. I remember that the phone was blue and that's about it. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I can't remember like what the display looked like, how big the phone, I know it wasn't like a honking, you know, giant phone or anything like that, but uh, it was pretty just, it was like a standard, you know, quality device that I really didn't have any trouble with. And it, if it weren't for my, my tech ADD, I probably would have stuck with it. Um, mm. but that was definitely like a quick little vacation with a device to, to try it out. And then from there, um, I must've jumped to the pixel six, maybe. Um, yeah or oh it, well in between no no the say. fold yeah i was gonna say in between the, the fold three that's right so i had the fold which like did it, you, you have know, a actually did you have a different samsung phone before that or I did th- you start with the fold so i think i must have had an s21 <laughs> first this sounds okay. like completely ridiculous right so uh, this i is have I, to I, interrupt I, no, it's the only way we're gonna get to the bottom of it no that's no why. but i mean <laughs> honestly it's like uh if I think mine sounds crazy, I just can't wait to hear yours. So, um, so I had S21. <laughs> how we know we have a problem. Yeah, though. right? <laughs> I, I literally can't remember any of this stuff. So S21, uh, the Fold, which I loved the Fold. It was definitely like, mm. it's so cool to be able to just get your hands on something different. And I know this was like, I really feel like one of my favorite times in uh, the Tech House Discord that we have. It's like the Fold House was just constant like I felt like everybody was on board it was such an awesome time and like it was very exciting everybody wanted to get their hands on it try it out just because it was something different nobody was really doing stuff like that right so that was a Mm -hmm. lot of fun to be able to you know it's like talking at the water cooler it was like everybody was grabbing that thing and everybody had something to say about it It was just like a really fun time um from there uh I believe I went with the s21 ultra which to this day I think is probably one of the best phones that I've used um, that one, I also did not hang on to all that long. I forget what I swapped it for, but I know I, I took a loss on it and wanted duo. to try something different. It was probably the duo. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. So we went duo and again, another two. folding duo device, two. duo two, uh, another folding device, both that and the fold. Like I love those. I, I do feel like though the folding screen is still in my eyes, it's still like in its infancy. There's so much potential there. Um, I just don't know. Like, I feel like Samsung will be the one to get it right. And when they do, it's going to be like really tough to top. But I feel like there's just some things that they need to iron out with whatever the next iteration is, if it's the Fold 5 or whatever. Um, But that Mm -hmm. crease down the middle of the screen was a, a pain point for me I wasn't a huge fan of that couldn't unsee it once you see it my screen started lifting on uh, the inner screen started lifting from the device a little bit so that was a turn off and if you're anything like me when you get something that's shiny and new and it starts to break down like that you don't want it anymore um so that happened pretty quick I I ended up uh unloading that and got all my money back thankfully um and uh yeah so from there pixel 6 pro Around the same time, I got my wife a Pixel 6. Uh, those phones are fantastic. Absolutely love them. Uh, and that kind of brings us like up to uh, current day. So the most 
recent prior to my new adventure here, the most recent phone that I had, I ended up picking up a, a Pixel 7 Pro. Uh, I had the phone for 14 days. I wrote it all the way <laughs> to the end of Best Buy's return policy and uh, it, to the return window. And I honestly, like, it's a great phone. I just wasn't blown away by it. And it felt so similar to the 6 Pro to me that... I just couldn't justify spending that money on what felt like the same device. Um, mm. I feel like any updates they made were like incremental. It was definitely like a solid piece of tech, a solid piece of hardware with your, you know, if you want to call it stock or Android still. Um, it just, I don't know, it wasn't enough. And I think especially over the last year, I've been going through phones a lot. And I think that I'm looking for something that's like a little more interesting and to get a new phone and spend that kind of money on it, but have it feel just like the last one you had. It's kind of tough for me to keep that. I don't know if you feel the same way. Makes sense. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, basically after that, uh, I woke up one weekend and said, I want a MacBook pro, uh, don't know what got into me. (laughs) Um, but now, which one, it, which one did you end up going with? So I ended up going with the, I believe it's 2021, the uh, the 14-inch M1 Max. Um, mm-hmm. It is, hands down, the best laptop I've ever owned. I'm so mm-hmm. happy to be back to it, uh, to, like, you know, Mac OS and just, I, I hate to see, keep saying, like, the ecosystem or whatever, but, like, I'm just kind of glad to be back here. There's reasons to it, but... Um, yeah, I basically picked up the laptop because one morning I woke up and said, I need a new laptop. The one that I have just isn't cutting the mustard for me. And I've had like a lot and of, what that. did you have? I had a surface, uh, four and okay. Microsoft surface I, laptop four. yeah, surface laptop four. So Microsoft makes fantastic hardware. Uh, when I first got that laptop, I absolutely loved it, but I think that I was trying to use it as something that it wasn't really intended to be used as, which was, you know. I'm not looking for like a powerhouse machine, but I was looking for something that could video edit and stuff like that without any issues. And I was definitely compromising. Um, so I ended up making the decision that I was going to unload that again, like most other tech that I get tired of. You sell it at a loss, but you take that money and put it towards something else. And putting it towards this MacBook is probably the best tech purchase that I've made in a long time. Um, so obviously that leads us to where I am now. Um, after getting the MacBook, I wanted to get an iPhone. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty clear cut that I, I think like a lot of it is that obviously you get the MacBook, you want a, a phone that's able to kind of fully take advantage of the different, uh, operating system features and, and software, uh, advantages by just having like, you know, two Apple devices, uh, under the same roof. Um, so yeah, I ended up getting an iPhone 14 Pro is where I am right now. Uh, got it in, I forget what the the uh, the name for the color is, but I got the black one. Uh, I think I went with 256 gig, uh, which in retrospect, I'm glad I did just because of what I plan to use it for, which is more video work and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's definitely been another shock to the system. I knew what I was signing up for mm-hmm. when, I, when I bought it, but uh, I've had it for say maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks, something like that. And still getting used to it, still getting used to iOS again. Um, But I will say that 
like the main intrigue for me was just like the camera looked phenomenal. And at this point, um, I think I find, and we can talk about this in future episodes, but like I find that I can strip down the software to a level where it's like I can use most of what is a stock app on these phones and not rely on Apple's services or Google services or whatever. I kind of like self-host a lot of stuff and password managers and, you know, so on and so forth. Contactless calendar I have like all self-hosted or I shouldn't say self-hosted, but I use like independent services that don't fall under those major umbrellas. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's been a pretty seamless transition. It's really just a matter of getting used to the phone. Like I'll tell you right now, I absolutely despise the app library. I cannot get used to it. I can't get over it. Um, (laughs) still trying to swipe over and just see all my apps, but I can't, I feel like I'm always like straining my eyes, trying to find the icon I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, overall though, this phone is solid. I mean, again, it's like, it's not all that much different than what I was using before, if that makes sense. Like I can mm-hmm. compare it to the pixel in the sense that like from the day to day, like the utility, like the way that I use this phone, especially for work and, you know, communicating with like family and friends and stuff like that. It's no different than using the pixel. It's just got a different skin to it, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so it really, at that point, it just comes down to like, from a hardware perspective, like what is this doing better than the pixels doing? And I can tell you, like I bought the pixel thinking, Oh yeah, this camera is going to be phenomenal and you know, so on and so forth. And you snap a couple pictures and you're like, yeah, you see a little like weird artifacts or whatever with some of the, the software um, blurring and stuff like that, that they do. And then I was looking at iPhone videos and I'm like, yeah, this isn't doing that. Like this is, it's just seems like way more feature rich and you know, the, the hardware seems to be a step above and there's just like no real compromises from that point of view. So that's kind of what led me to, to jump ship basically. It's uh, it's, it's hard because they've become, the gap has become so small from how it used to be uh, one way or another, you know, depending on what it is you're looking for in a phone or in that phone software. But I agree. There's just something that that pulls you into it, uh, whether it be like you said, the artifacting not being present in portrait mode. Uh, however, you know the pixels have magic eraser, which nothing comes anywhere close to that. Mm. Um, or from a pro photography standpoint, if you haven't messed with uh, halide or halide, I think it's pronounced halide camera. That's something for you to play with. Uh, there's just there's a lot more pro tools. Uh, in in many cases on these phones, I think just because it's easier for the for the devs to you know put things out there, and that's a whole another show topic for another mm. time. But I I think that's one of the big separating factors, at least it was for me. What made me come back was that aspect of it. It just everything felt a little bit tighter, I guess. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to that thing that I enjoyed the most about Android in the beginning is the thing that I'm kind of like straying from now is that. Yeah, I love the ability to tweak and customize and, and, you know, make all these changes. And then you start to look at it and it feels like a little bit hacky and doesn't necessarily look as polished. So, again, like you said, this is a whole nother episode. But just to quickly touch on something, I on my PlayStation 5, I use this remote play app on Android that's called PS Play. It's hands down like the best. It's a step above what Sony offers. 
um, gives you the ability to stream in 1080p, which Sony doesn't give you, which is completely crazy in 2022. Um, <laughs> so this app on Android is phenomenal. And when I came over to iOS, that was like one of the first things I looked for in the app store and it wasn't available. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Cause I, I really like that. And now I'm going to have to stream in 720, which is a bit of a bummer. Uh, come to find out I could get test flight, which will allow you to, um, mm -hmm. test out iOS apps that are in development. Turns out the developer of this Android app is also working on an iOS version. So I was able to grab the test flight and you just jump into this app and, from a visual standpoint, just with the UI and everything, with what you see before you even dive into a game, it just looks so clean and so polished compared to the Android version that it's like, it just adds to that feeling of quality. And that's not just isolated to this one app. Like, I feel like that is, in a lot of cases, across the board. I feel like um, developers pay a lot of attention to iOS and I don't know if it's just the tools that they have at their disposal, but most apps, I won't say all apps, but most apps that I've used, uh, that are cross platform like that, I feel like the iOS versions just tend to be a bit more polished, which is a, it's a nice to have, you know? Sure. Sure. So it's, it's a hard pill to swallow in some cases, but that, that, mm. that is true. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and so oh, no, no, keep going by all means. I'm taking a sip of beer. So, um, basically my, <laughs> my thing is now is that like the creative juices are in full flow and that's, uh, that's mm -hmm. like the thing is that when I switched over to the MacBook, I started editing more and I started watching like videos on YouTube of different creators that were just making like short film type stuff, like, you know, traveling or what have you. And, uh, I like to watch a lot of creators that will like put together videos like, Hey, here's some tips on how I shoot as like a one man, you know, like, uh, how I film B roll, but it's like just me, you know what I mean? And you watch mm -hmm. some of those videos and it's like, damn, that's awesome. So like I've spent the last week, like trying to look into that cause I bought final cut and stuff like that. Just trying to go all in and learn more about this stuff and, and fully utilize these systems to like their full potential. And, um, you watch some of these videos and now it's like, I'm driving to work and I'm like, Oh man, like, you know, I'm like, I got my eyes open, like constantly like, Oh, that, that looks cool. You know, like just trying to see like different things that I can utilize when I go out on a hike or whatever, like, Oh, I could set up a camera like this and get this kind of shot. And it's like, I can't stop thinking about it now. It's crazy. And this is, this is how I used to be <laughs> in high school. Um, so it's kind of cool to like get that back just because I feel like it's always been there. Um, it's just like it faded, you know, cause obviously there's other things yeah. in life, but uh, having the MacBook and then just being back on iPhone or whatever, it's kind of pulling me back to that way of thinking. Um, and I've always been wired that way. So it's kind of nice to just be able to embrace that again and, and try to push forward with it. Cause I enjoy it so much, you know? Yeah, of course. And that's, that's exactly where I was going to go with it. Where, where has that led on the creative aspect? You know, we, we mentioned it briefly in episode zero that I, I would say you far more than me. I'm more of a pundit. You're more of a creator. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I, I have banter on a microphone and banter on a webcam. You are, you have that magic touch as far as putting things together and, and that eye and everything like that. But they're both, I guess, technically creating mm -hmm. and you need that outlet. You need that's, it, it flexes and it works a different muscle than really anything else in life does. Some people have the knack. Some people don't. When I say the knack, I mean, not just the ability, but also the desire. And 
you being able to to have that back the, the renaissance of the creative motion uh is it's funny because you technically always had the tools at your disposal because you can do that on any platform mm-hmm. but Apple's hardware has always had this weird way, and I'm not trying to sound culty or sheepy, sheepish or anything along those lines, but it's always had this weird way of kind of bringing that out in people, inspiring that in people, and it's what's happening in this case. Uh, and, I've, you know, again, the tools were always there, but these things just work so better together, and mm-hmm. you've kind of fallen into that trap, And it's, but it's a good trap because just hearing you talk about it, the passion's there. You're excited about it. Yeah. gets things going you know yeah that's why like i definitely you know i want to try and continue to to flex that muscle and try to grow the muscle and i want to just it pushes me i'm i'm in a state where i always have to be learning that's like my thing is like i yeah my my wife sometimes doesn't understand like i just can't sit still i always have to have some kind of thing that i'm working on whether it's computer related or whatever you know but typically it falls on technology just because you can go so deep with it and in so many different directions um but it's just great to have that like you mentioned in the last episode just being able to have like that creative outlet is so important um Mm -hmm. and i'm i am like super passionate about i love to have that back and it's like now i'm just constantly like it's it's almost like forcing me like i've been in a little bit of a lull lately as far as like getting outside and going on hikes and stuff like that i was doing it every weekend for like six or eight weeks straight and now it's like i want to go back out and film again and really like just put this thing through its paces the phone and the laptop you know um so i'm right. i'm excited about it man it's definitely a change of pace for me but it's a welcome change uh and yeah it's just it's it's kind of like, it feels like it's just bringing me back to my roots in a way. It's definitely like what you said. It's got like Apple and iOS and Mac OS have some kind of way where it's just, it does pull that out of people. I don't know what it is about mm-hmm. it, but a lot of the stuff I've been seeing on YouTube too, like a lot of these creators, they're all using, you know, a MacBook or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, I think uh, we'll see like the coming weeks. I've got plans this weekend. Uh, the following weekend, I've I've already ordered like a couple accessories on Amazon for the phone, and I um, just kind of looking forward to like seeing what I can do with it. Um, which awesome. Yeah, this is like the first phone probably in a long time. I won't say the first phone ever, but it's probably the first phone in a long time that I've been like, okay, like this thing seems pretty capable. I'm gonna buy a little GoPro, you know, quarter inch adapter that I can screw in to typically like a tripod or whatever. You can screw it into a camera. I just bought like a little phone clip and a GoPro mount. And now I can use all my GoPro accessories with the iPhone. And I'm going to take that with me and see what happens. (laughs) So that's cool. um, Yeah. Very cool. So it's, I don't have to buy all new stuff. You know what I mean? I've already had it. It's sitting there in a pile waiting for the GoPro to be used. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be fun. And, from there, I mean, you can you can go all different directions with buying different cases and accessories and stuff for uh, as far as like camera and filming goes. But it's definitely yeah, uh, yeah. it's gonna be the main focus, I think, with this thing. Good, good. Mm-hmm. It's it helps get you up in the in the in the morning. You know, it really does. Uh, it's funny since we recorded our last episode, I've spent some time this week researching gimbals 
uh, for the iPhone for myself. Nice. Uh, you know, just hand handheld gimbals, nothing, not, not two handed, just single handed ones that, you know, there's the, there's the DJI. I think it's the, uh, began with an M. I can't even remember the name of it, but there's an, there's another company too. They're about 150, $200, you know, nothing crazy. Yep. Uh, so looking at that, looking at drones, just the, the drone thing won't happen until the spring. I, I should have done something for the fall as far as like foliage goes and that sort of thing. But Same. it is funny how we came together on this show to talk about tech and it's going to kind of transition into other things on top of it, all mm. tying back to technology. But uh, that creative aspect is certainly there. Yeah, for so sure. So it's cool. So you've, you've really jumped ship. So you don't even own a pixel anymore. Uh, so I still have the 6A, but I don't use it. It's okay. It's just because I haven't sold it. I'm really pushing hard. I'm trying yep. to, you know, work Donnie or his dad or somebody that will buy this thing off me. But <laughs> I guess the price isn't right. So Donnie, if you're listening, you know, just give me a number and we can probably make it happen. Um, okay. I I just uh, yeah, it's sitting there. It's probably lost its charge. I probably have like a couple pictures or text messages that I should probably pull off it before I format it, but. Yeah, I was running uh, Graphene OS, which again, that's probably a whole other episode. I'm way past that point now, but it's running Graphene OS. On oh, there. we should do that though. Yeah, yep that that kind of ties into this whole thing. I mean, you know, and it's all your fault, by the way. It started with you and the pie hole. <laughs> this this whole entire thing is your fault. So, um, but it's it's a good thing though. It's definitely like as far as tech goes right now. I'm probably I feel like I'm the happiest I've been with any kind of. Uh, you know, kit that I've had as far as having a laptop and a phone to complement it and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's working out fantastic. Good. Good. Yeah. That's definitely a topic, uh, for a future episode, graphene OS, um, privacy, everything along those lines. I was thinking we could probably make it part of the self-hosted episode because, but I think that will be extremely long if we go that route. So we might break it off into two parts, yeah. but maybe we do the pri- the privacy side first. And then the self-hosted aspect that was like the follow-up episode from there. We're just kind of spitballing on the fly here. Yeah, but uh, I, I think, think that, that those are some good topics. Yeah, that makes the most sense too because I think the privacy thing is what ended up spawning a lot of it. Um, so yeah. I think that's a good kind of launching point. We can start with that and work from there for sure. Perfect. Perfect. So I'm excited to see where this goes. So are you going to be working on more public? I know you've, you know, you have some videos out there that are family related. So they're, they're kept private for obvious reasons, but do you plan on having more, more public facing videos too? Or are you just kind of doing this for your own little, little inner circle basically, or a little yeah, bit of both? I think it's going to be a little bit of both. So I'd like to, depending on how this weekend goes. So we're going up North, um, like North of, uh, Guilford, New Hampshire. So We'll be north of there, probably another 20 minutes to a half in hour the north in the mountains. Uh, plan right now is just bring the iPhone, maybe have the drone with me. And I was thinking of maybe just trying to use that as like a trial to see what kind of shots I can get and how I use the phone and how it fits into the flow of things. And, uh, you know, the best camera is the one that you have with you. So I just want to try and keep mm-hmm. it to the phone and use the drone. It's just a little bit here and there that I can sprinkle in. Um, but I'd like to use that as a sample. Maybe it'll turn into a video. Maybe it won't, but I definitely think that there will be more public facing videos that I can kind of share with everybody. Um, so be on the lookout. Uh, I mentioned in episode zero, Evan Schaefer on YouTube. Um, anything that I post, uh, ends up on YouTube. So, um, just keep an eye out there if there's any interest and 
same thing in the Discord. Usually I'll post it in the, the Discord for everybody to check out. Awesome. Awesome. So something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. And sorry if this whole thing was a ramble. It was definitely like, man, talk about just <laughs> trying to rack my brain for all those phones. And I guarantee you I probably missed <laughs> like 10 to 15 in there somewhere. <laughs> I feel like I had more phones. I just can't remember what they were. Um, but man, what a yeah. trip down memory lane, though. That's There's some stuff that you remember that even I didn't that just like, holy crap. Yeah, you're always the one plus guy to me in my head. Like yeah. every time I see somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter last week post a picture of the original back of the one plus, how it was like that sandpaper finish. So nice. Yeah. Uh, or at least it, it looked like sandpaper. I think it was more of a soft touch feeling, but it, it had was. that really gritty, you know, texture to it. Yeah. And they're so like, what unique. phone is this? And I was like, oh, that was Evan's old one plus. Like yeah. that's just how my mind associates it from now on. Cause yeah. I, I never owned one. I never had a single no one. No kidding. See, I would have so, pegged you as a one yeah. plus guy, but. Never. I, I owned one for a bit. I forget. I'd have to look up my Best Buy history. It was, uh, we'll talk about it on my episode. It was probably two years ago. I only had it for a week and then I returned it. Mm, so Shocker. Um, <laughs> so, no, yeah, sorry if it was like all over the place. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely, it's good to kind of hash some of that stuff out and remember remember your roots, where you came from. And, you know, I'm excited to uh, to keep diving deeper into this thing, though. I think I'll be sticking around for a while. Good, good. Well, awesome. So you let everyone know. So it's it's youtube.com slash Evan Schaefer. Yeah, I think I'll have to check into that, actually. So they recently okay. introduced like YouTube handles. So it's at Evan Schaefer on YouTube. Uh, okay. I'll have to check like my actual URL and I'll figure that out for the next episode. I don't know if it's Evan Schaefer or something different, but I'll have to follow up on that one. Uh, but yeah, either on YouTube. Yeah, we'll have or- it in the show notes, too. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, we can throw it there. So either YouTube or just in, in our Discord, Tech House Discord is uh, uh, best place to hang out and talk tech. Awesome. Awesome. So if you've made it this far, as I said last week, and as I will continue to say, thank you for listening. Thank you for thank you for going on that adventure with us. It, like Evan said, it may have been a ramble, but that's that's when it's fun. You know, it's mm. it gets the people listening thinking the same way. They're rambling in their head at the same time. So it's, yeah. it's kind of cool that way. It's a mutual journey, I guess, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, we're going to be doing this every week. So this is episode technically two, but we're going to call it episode one. So this is Evan's journey, Evan's transition. Maybe we do mine next. I'll spend the next week writing mine down and we just keep it, you know, on topic that way and do mine next Mm. uh the podcast is up so we have an anchor page that'll be in the show notes that will link you to spotify that will link you to apple podcasts overcast pocket casts we're still waiting on google's feed to go up it's kind of funny google is search yet their feed scrubber has yet to pull our feed down it's It's the most ironic thing in the world but here we are yep unbelievable no thanks to uh to everybody that's listened uh so far and if you're listening to this and you've made it this far like jeff said we appreciate it jeff thank you for you know all the effort that you've put in to get all these things posted and get all the uh set up everywhere i think uh we're getting off on the right foot we definitely want to keep this uh uh, head in the right direction so any episodes or anything that you guys want to hear us talk about definitely shoot us a message get in touch with us in uh, the places we mentioned earlier and be happy to, to, to kind of keep the show going. Definitely. Exactly. And uh, other than that, you can find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Jeff F or at Jeff F. And then that's my handle on YouTube as well. Similar to Evan. So I think with that, that wraps it up. We're trying to keep it under an hour. I think we're pretty close. 
So we'll we'll call an end to this one, and we'll see everyone next week. Evan, hope you have fun on your trip, and I can't wait to see kind of what you what you come out with for for footage. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Awesome. We'll take care, everybody. Thanks, guys.